Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This doesn't happen very often. The start of Lent falling on Valentine's Day. Father Paul Seil from UB's Newman Center is joining us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line. Father Paul, good morning. It's it's a conflict, right? Good morning. Happy uh, Ash Valentine's Day. There you go. I mean, there we go. these two things, they couldn't be more different on the same day. Well, uh, in one sense, they couldn't be more different, but they're both rooted in a religious tradition. You know, St. Valentine, the martyr and bishop of the early church, uh, who, who uh, represents now in the secular society, uh, really represents the whole idea of love. And uh, Ash Wednesday, in one sense, we're entering into a time where we're going to celebrate uh, the love of God at Easter. That's what it is for uh, many Christian denominations. Ash Wednesday begins this 40-day period where we prepare uh, and, and get ready for Easter. So there's a little bit of similarity, although it's a little bit hard to see, I would think. Yeah, because on the surface, right, one is all about uh, decadence and going all out and, you know, uh, kind of treating yourself and your significant other, right, in Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday, we think of, well, you know, there's a reason why we have the Punchki Day before Ash Wednesday, because it's the day you're, you're maybe stopping all of that, stripping things down and going back to basics, um, and the two kind of coinciding, I think it leaves a lot of people wondering, well... I, how can they coexist in my own little world? Well, Ryan, uh, you're right. There is a certain amount of uh, extravagance that always comes when someone's in love with someone else. And hopefully Valentine's Day is not just a, a, a once-a-year event. Uh, you know, so it's, it, it is that sense of kind of a big dinner and all of these wonderful things. You know, uh, but for the Christian, you know, there's kind of a, you got to kind of, work with things as they come our way. It's always been that way, and, you know, luckily this doesn't happen very often. Uh, but the thing is that, uh, you know, there are some, some options. I mean, uh, in the Catholic Church, you can, you're, we're supposed to be fasting today. That's part of uh, Lent, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. A lot of people will be wearing their ashes on their head. You'll see that throughout the day today. But the thing is that, uh, you know, you can still... Um, fast together if you wanted to. You can still have a big meal tomorrow. I know some people were talking about maybe doing it yesterday because it is Fat Tuesday is that day to really celebrate. There's ways of trying to work it out, but it's it's uh, it's an important day for a lot of people, and I wouldn't want to, and nobody wants to take that away from anybody. It's just that the season of Lent is also very important, too, so we're faced with this little bit of a conundrum this year. So if you're going to defer one, 
do you say hold off on Valentine's Day, or maybe you celebrated it last night, but or celebrated well, over the know, weekend? I'm a sixty. I'm a sixty-eight year old celibate. So what am I going to say? <laughs> you know, <laughs> hold off on Valentine's Day, of course. But the reality is that uh, that's not easy for everyone, and certainly, you know, I mean, we're talking about really Catholics or Christians who are. Uh, you know, uh, really observant of this. So it's not going to affect a, a, a lot of people. But if you are an observant person, probably the, the easiest way of doing it would be uh, just, uh, you know, you can gaze into each other's eyes and uh, think about why you love your beloved. And, uh, you know, that, that could be one of the ways you could celebrate Valentine's Day. But again, Valentine's Day is not just for a day, is it? Uh, it's it's for many days during the year for those who are in love. So, um, you know, uh, that's that's all I could say about it. It's it's just it's an individual decision. Uh, some people may very well. I know some couples who will observe uh, Ash Wednesday today and defer. Uh, but there's probably not that many who will do that. But let's face it: if you're not a if you're kind of a you know an economical person, it's certainly a good. Uh, <laughs> It's certainly a good out uh, for not spending all that money on an expensive <laughs> dinner tonight. <laughs> it is a nice little excuse. I can't wait to hear what my wife says when I say, Look, honey, I just want to gaze into each other's eyes for a little bit. And uh, <laughs> she might look at me like I have eight eyes. I'd like to hear that too, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Father, I'm wondering how, how you look at how people are recognizing the season of Lent, because I feel like more and more, maybe every single year, you hear someone, oh, I'm giving up this for Lent, I'm giving up that for Lent, and that's just kind of how they recognize it. And it's almost, I don't know, it's sometimes it sounds like it almost turns into a personal, this is my 40-day challenge, hashtag, let's post it uh, thing, instead of, you know, anything to do with Lent and the Easter season. I, I don't know, how are you looking at how people have observed it and how it's changed over the years? Yeah, that's an excellent observation. Uh, there's people who give up. I, I know January was a dry month for one generation of people as far as giving up alcohol, and a lot of people do that for Lent. Or I actually give up chicken wings. I don't eat a lot of chicken wings, but I have chicken wings right going up to Lent, and then no chicken wings. Now, that's kind of a, a ridiculous thing in one sense, because what good does it do just to give up chicken wings or M&Ms or ice cream? Uh, and so some people try to do something extra, uh, something for the poor or something that makes a difference in the world. Uh, you know, again, this point of Lent is prayer to enter into a deeper relationship with God and one another. Uh, fasting to, to know we fast because we, we, we make ourselves hungry to realize that other people in the world are hungry and have no choice. And then almsgiving or giving to charity. So you know, it, it, it depends on what the person wants to put into it and what they want to get out of it. For me, though, uh, just giving up something like we did when we were children, it's kind of a, a concrete reminder that this is a different season, that this is a time of year to make a preparation and kind of, you know, clean out the house and, and spiritually and kind of prepare for that coming of the biggest days of the Christian calendar, which are Holy Week, the Triduum, and, and Easter, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and, and Easter Sunday. Sure. Well, you know, on the other hand, it's fish fry season, too, right? <laughs> yes. Well, and, and, and that's not really, you know, fish fry. I'm not going to get into the fish fry debate, because I love a good fish fry. But the, the reality is that that's not much of a sacrifice. That was 
the whole idea was to sacrifice meat, you know, but it's good for the economy of the local bars and restaurants, so I'm not tampering with that. But I'm just saying we have to have a mindset that also says, well, what's the meaning behind this? Why am I, why am I going out for a fish fry? Is that in keeping with kind of what I want to do to be a little bit more austere in my life during, uh, during the Lent season? Yeah. Why am I eating this? humongous fried piece of you can actually ask that year round it might do uh, a little good uh, you know to everybody out there hey father thanks so much for joining us this morning and uh, we hope you, you enjoy the day and see a lot of people out there getting their ashes. And, uh, good, uh, good lunch to everybody thank you thank you father paul sile from ub's newman center t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.